Let's take a few moments to settle in, find a very comfortable posture. Keep your back straight as much as you can. Let your hands rest on your lap or wherever they are comfortable, allowing your shoulders to relax. Lastly, closely gentle your eyes. Take a few moments to be aware of your surrounding, feel the energy of the space, temperature, lighting, different sounds that come from outside and the sounds inside the space. Now take a few deep breaths, breathe in deeply and breathe out softly. Long, deep and deliberate breaths. As you breathe in and breathe out, Allow your body to relax and allow your mind to calm. Scan through your body from the top of your head to the tips of your toes. Notice how you feel this, mo this evening physically and mentally. Check your neck. Check your shoulders, check your back, check your posture. If it's need to be adjusted, you may do so anytime during the practice. Recognize all the feelings, sensations, notice where you feel tension, stress on your body.
Let's fill our hearts and minds with grateful thoughts. Be grateful for this opportunity. Be grateful for this beautiful space and noble friendships that you have. And be grateful to yourself. Be grateful that you have physical and mental strengths to be here tonight. With that centered mindset, let's begin our practice with loving kindness. As always, let's begin with ourselves. May I be healthy. May I be content. And may I be peaceful. May I be healthy, may I be content, and may I be peaceful. <coughs> As you repeat these words, understand the meaning of each word deeply. May I be healthy, may I be content, and may I be peaceful. You probably spend the whole day taking care of other businesses, attending to your responsibilities, taking care of others. So this is your opportunity to be with yourself, these few minutes for yourself. Recognize your struggles, your difficulties, limitations, create a healing and loving and peaceful space in your heart for yourself.
I am healthy, I am content, and I am peaceful. Experience peace and relaxation within. Accept who you are, truly be kind to yourself, and be compassionate. Now let's take a few moments to share these loving, kind, and positive thoughts with our loved ones. Think about your friends, family members, people that you love and care about. May they also be healthy, be content, and be peaceful. Your parents, children, spouses, grandparents, grandchildren. You may think of them individually by names. If you can think of someone who goes through a difficult situation, think of that person. May my loved ones be healthy, be content, and be peaceful.
May my loved ones be healthy, be content, and be peaceful. Let's also make this an opportunity to think of those who have been passed away from us. It could be a family member, your parents, or a friend. Include them in your practice. Even though they are not here physically to benefit, you can invite them to be a part of your journey. Make a wish in, if in any, any way this, these actions that you do, your powerful thoughts, if they are in need of any support, help in their journey, may benefit them. Think of your pets, even the pets that have been passed away, because they are family as well. Now extending these positive thoughts towards the whole world, think of all living beings, humans, non-humans, all the creatures. May they be healthy, may they be content, and may they be peaceful. Keep an open heart, open mind, let go of judgments, include everybody, even most difficult personalities that you have come across. There is so much suffering in the world due to many reasons, many conditions, hunger, wars, different diseases, lack of empathy, lack of kindness, lack of understanding, wisdom. Be kind, be compassionate.
may all living beings be healthy, be content, and be peaceful. May they all free from anger, hatred, and fears. Time to time, check your posture, check your neck, check your back. Keep your body relaxed and aligned. Now gently bring your attention onto your breath. Maintaining your focus between your nostrils and upper lip, observe each breath as you breathe in and breathe out. Be mindful, be aware of each breath. Breathing is a natural process, so don't try to manipulate your breath or don't try to be forceful, just observe your natural rhythmic breath. Mindfulness practice is an effortless and non-judgmental approach to each moment.
Understand the nature of your mind is constantly get distracted. There are so many distractions around us. Different sounds, physical pains, sensations, emotions. When things change, our natural way of reacting to things is we either fight with what we don't like, we try to push them away, or we try to cling to what we like. With mindfulness practice, rather than doing these two extremes, falling to these two extremes, it allows us to notice how things arise, stay for a while, and pass away. It could be a pleasant experience, an unpleasant experience, or a neutral experience. They all subject to change. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. Don't try to be goal-oriented. There is nothing to accomplish, nothing to achieve. Learn to let go. Acknowledge and accept each experience as it is. Make a strong determination to keep your practice every day. Take a few minutes a day to be kind to yourself, be compassionate, and share it with the world, be kind to others.
and practice mindfulness apply to day-to-day life. When you take a walk, when you do dishes, when you are driving, when you have a conversation with somebody, when you are standing in the grocery store in line, pay attention, be mindful. Observe your thoughts, observe your words, actions, reactions, your emotions. Allow your practice to guide you with each experience and allow your practice to improve the relationship that you have with yourself and with the world. As you keep your eyes closed, please bring your palms together closer to your heart and then please listen to this brief chanting through the power of these powerful words been chanted for thousands of thousands of years by so many teachers. May no harm come to you. May no difficulties come to you. May you always find peace and joy. Sambhitiyo vivajjantu Sambhrogo vinasthu Mate bhavatantvantarayu Sukhi dighayu ko bhava Bhava tu sabba mangalang Rakhantu sabba devata Sambha buddhānu bhāvena Sadāsodhanti bhāvantu te Sambha dhammānu bhāvena Sada sutti bhavan tutti Sapmbe sanghanu bhavina Sada sutti bhavan tutti Abhivadana silisnsa Nichang vatnda pachayinu Chattaru dhamma vajjanti Ayuvannu sukhaṁ balaṁ Ayurārogya sampatnti Sakṁga sampatnti me vacha Ato nibbana sampatnti Iminate samijjatu
May peace be with you. May you be healthy. May you be content. And may you be peaceful. Thank you very much. You may open eyes. Good evening, everybody. Uh, those who have not met me, uh, I am not new to this space. My name is Monk San. San. Monk, if you want to call me. Uh, nice to meet you all. And uh, if you have any questions, I have all the answers. <laughs> Do you have any questions for me? Yes. Sunshine state. Oh, for our temple? Oh, so you want me to make it about myself? Um, <laughs> so our temple in uh, Florida is uh, Blue Lotus Buddhist Meditation Center, Florida, so it's not temple. Um, two years ago, we purchased a building and, um, and we were holding classes just like this. It's a smaller space. And then, um, a hurricane came. The state didn't declare it was a hurricane, a lot of rain. It was an old building and the roof collapsed. Um, and the insurance company refused to pay the cover. And so we had to demolish the building, um, and we sold the property and covered the mortgage, and we are back to nothing. So, um, but we are not making, uh, doing fundraisers to, uh, to see, um, where this takes us, the journey leads us, and we are working with uh, communities, people. We have some offers. Um, from the Unitarian Church that where we hold our classes said that um, they might like to go to a um, a lease with us. They have a land, so they might lease us the land for a dollar so we can build a center. Um, it's the possibility. Um, but so that's where we are now. So thank you for it. Thank you for the question. Anybody else has any questions? What's the third way? You mean the middle way? No. Um, yeah. Now I feel like I don't know all the answers. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Um, I did not know about a third way, but the, the, um, in the Buddhist practice, this path is called middle way. Uh, when you hear the word, the term, the middle way, people tend to think, well, you know, it must be you get something from this, this and that, and you create something in the middle to meet in the middle. And that's not what it is. It is actually a, a unique, a different, practical, pragmatic path where that give us a, a really good foundation and it tells us how life happens and how to face day-to-day -day life. And so there are so many elements to that and there are so much discipline going into that because the one of the things that we you have to uh, we have to understand is that in Buddhist path in Buddhist practice we don't believe in uh, um almighty god. So in a, in a sense, uh, you are your own savior. So you have to save yourself and you have the responsibility. Um, everything in life that happens is not an accident. And we do, accident happens when you drive. And so while you are texting and driving, if you, if 
you happen to get to an accident, you can call it an accident, but you still hold the responsibility because you're supposed to pay, the at pay attention to the road, but you didn't. But then other things happen, like, you know, you lose your brakes. Did you know if you use a, if you drive a Hyundai or Kia, I just learned about it and it, they just flaming fires. I just learned about it. That's of course not your fault. And so there are things that happens that intentionally that um, there are intentions goes into our, the things that we do, our actions. That's where the word karma come into play, right? So everything that happens in life, everything that we do in life, that in, in Buddhist principles, in Buddhist teachings that they teach that you are, um, the navigator and you have the responsibility and you have the power to control it. And so, so the mind has so much power. Unfortunately, we have not trained or we have not taught to train our minds. We have some, however, um, learn or taught to be more, um, um, efficient or effective physically. And to, to be more, you know, for young people to be more muscular, to young girls to be more attractive. And so this is sort of the image that we have given. However, we are living in a society, unfortunately, today that we don't teach, um, ourselves that, that we have a mind that we can train. And so with the mindfulness practice, what it allows us to what it allows us to do is that it allows us to retrain our mind. And the mind is, unfortunately, since we have not trained it, it just goes all over the place. It's kind of like a, a think about it like a river, you know, it just flows through the things, the rocks, and, you know, it just flows. But a, a wise man wants to bring that water to a a pipe and that pipe generates a lot power through that water that allows you to generate power electricity it can it allows you to give water to a village where you can grow vegetables and feed the community and beautiful things can come and so our mind is like a, a river that flows wherever because we have ignored it and so we have lost the, the power that we hold. And so when we practice mindfulness is that allows us to bring our mind to a, a centered point where that we are able to, um, sort of watch as things pass by, as things happen in life. That allows you to, when you make a judgment, when you make a decision, to, to become more responsible for your actions and your reactions. That's what determines the happiness in life. And not the things that you buy at Walmart. Even to buy that at Walmart, you need that mindfulness. So that will make you happy. Otherwise, you're going to bring it home and complain about it. Uh, that's a different story. But so this is the sort of a different way of looking at it. Because in Buddha's path, in Buddha's teachings, it teaches you that you are your own savior. How can you save yourself is, is being having that deep awareness into what you do in your life. And that can be determined by training, refocusing your mind. And this is something very psychological, uh, very uh, in psychology especially, that um, been studied for, uh, for a long time in Western society. And I don't know how many people really 
benefited from it, but for, for example, like somebody like John Kabat-Zinn, and who developed the program of mindfulness-based stress, stress reduction, has been teaching all around the country in hospital settings especially. So these are like really open-minded people who have, uh, you know, a little bit of a, and intelligent than me, um, see the value of that practice. And they think that when you are focused that they are more effective. And so, unfortunately, um, what happens when we don't do that, how we react to situations in life, things that happen in life, on the road, grocery store, at work, in the families, is we are kind of like autopilots. And we just go with the flow and we just whatever that we've been trained to do. And so when we practice mindfulness, it actually takes away that part and it allows you to make sound choices. A step back when you are, let's say you are emotionally distressed, a step back and recognize why am I, why am I emotionally affected right now? And when you have a judgment on something, why am I judgment? Why am I being so judgmental right now? When you are angry, it allows you to recognize your anger. This is sort of like a think about you all have a computer, right? So on your computer, whether you, a lot of people use Apple these days because they think you don't get viruses, they think you get viruses, but the thing is these things are built with softwares that can recognize, detect anything that can attack these systems, right? And you don't see that. It's, it's on, on that machine. And so every time when you go and open a browser and you go to a website that threaten um, your system and it alerts you and say this is not something that you want to open. Sounds familiar? So the mindfulness is, think of it like that. You train your mind and you have this software running behind you and everything, every time when something happens, it alerts you, I am angry, I am frustrated. Now what happens is, since we don't have a system like that, some people don't, some people do, I'm not pointing at you, but for most people, what happens is they don't recognize it. I'm a psychiatric nurse. In my profession, I'm a psychiatric nurse. I see this every day. A lot of people in America do not have coping skills. And one of the things is that they don't know how to uh, regulate their emotions. They do not understand. They do not have, they have not trained their minds. So, all day every day, when I go to work, I stand in front of 10 to 8 people and verbally get abused 12 hours. But I can still be not affected by those. I think it's because of my practice. I know, I'm bragging about myself. But this is what's the important thing about practicing mindfulness. Uh, mindfulness. It allows you to observe things that happen in the environment, not to react to things normally that we, how we react to things. That determines your happiness, that determines your peace, that determines so many other things that happens in life. Because stress especially affects our physical health. And it's a proven thing. It affects your sleep. And if you don't sleep, if you have to go to work tomorrow, you know you're going to have a crappy day. Sorry, I shouldn't say that word. We are going to have a bad day. You know that. And when you have a bad day, that affects your whole environment. And so this is a different way of looking at life. How I'm going to take my life and how I'm going to save myself. So we don't have a savior and you do not get 
any benefits from um, uh, you know offering something to the uh, Buddhist statue because this is about you sitting down and training your mind. So it is a, a different path. It's called middle way, middle path. So I'm done. Anybody has any other thing to add, actually? I'm just here uh, talking like I'm a genius, but there are so many people I find have been doing this practice like Todd, have started to practice way before I even began. I was not even probably born here uh, to the world. And so, you know, there are so many people um, have done this type of practice, and so they have so much experience. If anybody wants to share anything. Yes. What would I give? Um, my advice would be, um, I don't think this is anything new, but practice make it per perfect. Um, a lot of people ask, unfortunately, we are living in a society, I don't know, even know I use the word unfortunately um, every sentence, we live in a world that um, Instant gratification is, um, is what we um, move forward. You know, uh, that's, that's, that's what we're looking for. Um, and I always jokingly say that if you hear tomorrow that in Woodstock, Mangsan is selling Nirvana drive-through, you would come because we love that instant stuff. Um, however, this path is a, a lifelong thing, and I have taught this space for six, seven years, um, and I've seen people come and go. And I became a monk when I was 11, and I'm still here because I feel that it's very effective. It's the only reason I am a monk. I have uh, no agenda, I don't have to teach you, I don't have to save anyone, it's just me. I'm just sharing what I know, I am very humble about it. And I'm just so grateful that you came to listen to uh, me, and I am so grateful that you are sharing your wisdom. And so the advice that I could give is that don't give up your practice, and you know, take time every day, not 30 minutes, don't do 40 minutes. You know, before you get up in the morning, before you get out of bed, take a few deep breaths. Get yourself together. And whether you're going to complain in bed and say, I'm going to have a, a bad day or not, you're going to probably have a bad day. And you might not be able to turn it around. Just know that you are having a bad day. Meditation really does not make your life better, but it allows you to make the right choices, decisions. Those decisions affect that to reduce your stress level. And that's what we call happiness. So happiness is a choice, and you make choices every day. And you have the power to change it. And in order to make those choices, in order to make those changes, we all have to practice, I believe. And so um, I'm grateful for my practice. So that's all I can say. You know, continue to practice before you go to bed. And if you're someone who is struggling with insomnia, and, you know, let's say, middle of the night, you wake up, you can go back to bed and tossing and turning. And, you know, you just start to um, just complain about everything, medications, the doctors, and, you know, why they can't help me. Just take that up as an opportunity to focus on your breath. 
and this is my coming from my personal experience. I used to work nights, and I actually messed up my circadian rhythm, my sleeping cycle. And so now, you know, here and there, I still struggle. I wake up, go back to breath. And this is uh, something that you have to work on every day. And there were days that I wake up in the morning and I think, son, why did not, why you did not use that time to focus on your breath? Because I've been, there had been days that I've been complaining about all night because I, we forget, we lose the perspective. So it's how much time you put into it is what, then it become a constant reminder. And if you did it 15 days, every day, and it's become a thing. And so it's become a, uh, I think we have passed uh, eight o'clock. So it's become, uh, it's become a, a natural thing. You can see, I, I can continue to uh, talk about things. Let's say the, my wish. It's on page 10. I love this, uh, uh, my wish. So I'll, I'll follow you. You've been doing this, right? Okay. Who wants to guide? A protector for those without protection. A guide for those who have lost their way. A ship for those with an ocean to cross. A sanctuary for those in danger. A lamp for those without light. A place of refuge. And a servant to all in need. By means of this meritorious deed, may I never join with the unwise, only the wise, until the time attain nirvana. So on Saturday, we have the Vesaka celebration. If you don't know what this Vesaka celebration is, it's kind of like Christmas, but we are celebrating Buddha's birthday, his enlightenment, and his passing away. And so three things together. It's very beautiful and colorful. Um, to have, it's a good opportunity to have a good time. So I joined here to, I love it. So that's why I came all the way here. So if you, uh, if you can, you can participate and we have a parade and after that we have food. It's fun. So, uh, you should come if you're available. Um, that's it. If you want to make a donation, you can make a donation. Asuji, is there anything else? Okay. Thank you, everybody. Have a beautiful night. Thank you. Thank you.